My name is Gabby, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, we will dive into one of the questions that has caused global controversy spanning from country to country. And that question is, should terminally ill patients be allowed to die on their own terms? Now, before I begin to analyze the information regarding this issue, I'd like to talk about my stance on this question before I had even begun to do my research. I had first learned about the concept of euthanasia, or better referred to as the painless killing of a patient normally suffering from an incurable or terminal disease, or often referred to as assisted suicide. However, when I had first heard about this concept many months ago, I had heard it under the name of assisted suicide, which at first immediately struck me as something that seemed graphic, which is quite frankly unsettling to know that people could essentially commit suicide with the help of a medical professional. It wasn't until I had learned about the specific stories of people who had used euthanasia and I had realized that these people had been forced to endure life in such pain and torture, knowing that their illnesses were incurable and that the end of their lives could be moments away. One specific story I still remember to this day was the story of Adam Mayef Clayton, a young man who had a mental condition that caused his body to feel severe physical pain, making his everyday life absolutely agonizing. In fact, he described it as if he felt his body was being burned by acid from the inside out. He'd lived in Canada, one of the many countries in which euthanasia was illegal. For this reason, Adam was not allowed to die among his family members in a peaceful manner, as those who accompanied him in his death would be charged for various degrees of murder. However, Adam spent the remaining year of his life advocating for those with severe or terminal illnesses to have their own right to die. Eventually, he succumbed to all the pain he was feeling and was left with no choice but to take his own life in a motel room alone without the company of his family. This story had immediately changed my outlook on the rights patients should have regarding their life and their choice to end it, as stories like Adam's happen all over the world and are devastating for those who are left with no choice and no ability to die in a calm, dignified manner, surrounded by their loved ones. So flash forward to now, as I've done an even deeper dive into research, investigating the question of euthanasia. Currently, euthanasia is only legal in Belgium, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Switzerland, and the states of Oregon and Washington in the United States of America. Public support for assisted death has relatively grown within the last 50 years, and in a poll conducted last May, 70% of people agreed that when patients and their families requested it, doctors should be able to perform an assisted death, while a poll in 1948 showed that only 37% held that stance. Additionally, about 3,000 patients a year contact advocacy groups for advice on legal ways to reduce suffering, oftentimes looking for legal ways in assisted suicide. Politically, in terms of laws and acts, euthanasia is a very divided issue, as many people are against it for religious or moral reasons, while others are for it because of compassion and respect for the ill and dying, meaning that it really depends on whether you view it as killing or dying. When examining the choice of assisted suicide, not only does the process end the patient's suffering, and additionally reduces the damaging financial effects of hospital care on their families, limiting the aftermath that could drastically affect their future lifestyle. And quite simply, 
I believe that people deserve to have the right to determine their own fate. So as opinions on this topic will differ from person to person, I will be interviewing the two guests I have for today, my sister and my mother, as I ask what their stances are on this question. So my first guest I will be introducing is my sister Alessandra, and let's see what she has to say on this matter. Hi Alessandra, the question I'm going to be asking you today is, should terminally ill patients have the freedom to choose the way they die? So I actually studied this for about a month in my philosophy class in the fall, um, and I think that yes, they should have the ability to choose how they die. Could you elaborate on that statement? I think that dying is one of the most personal things that happens to you, and in a way it happens alone because it happens in your own body. And when you have a terminal illness, you no longer have control of your own life and the course it will take. So if you know that your life has to end, I think that being able to control when that happens so you can be surrounded by family members, how that happens so you can avoid kind of the most painful and gruesome aspects of a death from something like cancer, um, whether for yourself or so your family doesn't have to see that, I think at that point, because you are already going to die, really all you're doing is changing the circumstances of how that happens in a way that makes the transition easier for you and for your loved ones. And what are your thoughts on the fact that many countries in the world, or the majority, have made processes of assisted suicide and assisted death illegal? I think there are also countries who have made it legal, and I think as we can see, particularly in the United States, just because something is illegal or just because something is not legal doesn't make it good or bad. The laws in the United States don't actually necessarily reflect what's good or what's needed in this country. I wouldn't say that that's a particularly good marker for what should be done. Now that we've heard her thoughts, I'm now going to be introducing my second guest, my mom. Let's see what she had to say on this matter. Hi mom, okay, so the question I'm gonna be asking you today is, should terminally ill patients have the freedom to choose the way they die? Absolutely. Could I think you... if, if, I think um, every person should have the ability to control their lives, you know? This is your body and this is your choice. Like if you feel that you no longer should be on this earth or the treatment is going to be too negatively impactful, um, you know, there's so many different, different things you can take into consideration, like, right? I think everybody should ultimately have that decision as to how long they themselves should be on this earth. Yeah. So, um, do you have any, um, thing you would just like to elaborate on that? Um, so while I was doing my research, I had actually figured out that, um, the process of as many, um, a way that achieves this, as you know, mm -hmm. euthanasia is um, illegal in many countries. What are your thoughts on this? Um, there are a lot of things that governments have made decisions on about how people can live their lives and the health um, healthcare opportunities that they have or they do not have. Um, I really don't think that this is a government decision. Um, I don't think it's a government decision um, for anyone how they um, can choose to like um, whether or not they can choose to give birth 
or not, or have a carrier pregnancy to term or not. I don't think that's a government's, um, has the right to make those decisions. Like when, when I say that, um, my body, my choice, which is not a phrase I, I coined, that is, is something that has been, um, other people have used, I mean, in every possible way, my body, my choice. I mean, the government doesn't regulate necessarily, you know, the choices people make with what they eat, what they, what they, what they, um, any medications they may take, like, like behaviors they may take, which could shorten your life. I was like, I think when, if, if you know that you have a, a choice between living with excruciating pain or not, and that, um, the fact that you're going to die relatively soon is inevitable, then, you know, I think you should be able to, to make that decision for yourself. So with the thoughts shared by both those who I've interviewed and the informational sources I've investigated, my thoughts still remain solid that terminally ill patients do deserve the right to die on their own terms. This topic was a very thought-provoking one to research and discuss and I hope it has changed all of you listeners' perspectives on not only life and death, but what happens between the course of those two events. So with that, thank you for tuning in and listening.